0: Welcome to Subjectively Correct Sports with David Henderson and Anthony Montague. Hey, David. (laughs) What? You told me I was starting today and I knew that's how we start the podcast, so. That's that's the
1: official start of the podcast. What's up?
0: Yeah, can you hear the fan in my room?
1: Oh, yeah, big time.
0: Oh, dang it. So I'm going to turn this bad boy off. Okay,
1: here we go. Mm.
0: All right. So my wife and I, we're in our bedroom, we're like, Ew, it's hot, Ew, it sucks. Cause the air conditioning isn't super great in our bedroom.
1: Okay. And
0: the kids had a fan in their room and it broke, and it's nice to cut out the noise in, around the house while we're like doing dishes or like,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: sweeping, or actually probably watching Brooklyn nine nine noise. But that drowns out the noise and it keeps their room a little cooler, right? so right. their fan broke and so we took our fan into their room and my wife was like we need a fan for our room it gets so hot and uncomfortable and like i like the noise so she's like brings back this box from walmart and it's like hey uh i have this uh i have this fan it, it was a little on the more expensive side i was like that's fine i guess it's like it was only like 35 dollars. So i was like oh, okay i was like how much better could it be though right yeah and anthony mm. it's so much better
1: I turned it on. Than the other normal box fans?
0: Yes, it's not a box
1: fan. It's one of those oscillating stand-up fans. Ooh. If it has the word oscillating in it, that's a $10 upcharge right there.
0: Worth it. Because it moves, dude, on mm-hmm. its own. I don't have to touch it. It just moves on its own. So I uh, I turn it on, right? put it all together. I had to assemble it. Whatever, it's 2019. Get your crap together, Lasco. No, so no, no, I... no.
1: This is how 2019 works. You have to assemble everything. It used to be that you would go to like some maker of goods and they present you with a finished good in 2019 in 2019 you buy components
0: you know what even video games are doing that like the video games that we play together they're still releasing pieces of it like we don't have the full game yet
1: that's right it's like 60 percent of the game and they update it as you go
0: right and we've been playing it for like a year like okay but anyway so what i mean is we should be beyond that like i should get a completely put together product anyway i digress but i i put it on the first setting And I turned it on, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like four times better than the highest setting on our other fan (laughs) that's in our kids' room now. And so I turned it on to the the second setting, and I tell my wife, hey, come here. You got to check this out. Like, this is as high as it goes. Like, I'm not super impressed with it. She's like, oh, really? It's like, it's pretty strong. I was like, yeah, but not as strong as you thought it was going to be. Because she's like, it's a cyclone, whatever that is, right? Well, then I crank it up to full power. That's right. Uh Then I crank it up to full power. and She was like, oh my gosh. Like – We're going over to it, Luke, I am your father, making all the noises. The fan is so strong. And anyway, that's my fan story. Sorry about the fan playing at the beginning of the podcast, guys.
1: Wow. That's a really good story, David. I hope you start off every podcast from now on.
0: On today's show, we definitely need to talk about Antonio Brown. I want to talk about the home run race because it is getting juicy. (laughs) Juiced. Juicy. And I also want to talk about how minor league... Uh, the minor leagues have seen a 50% increase in home runs.
1: 58%?
0: Since they started using the major league baseball.
1: Yeah.
0: Coincidence? Completely. Another thing I wanted to talk about today, and I know I'm kind of starting things off, bathroom etiquette is driving me crazy at my job. Okay. Okay? Like, If you pee a little bit on the seat, you better take care of that because I don't want to have to take care of someone else's pee pee.
1: Wait, so do you use the general bathroom that, like, students are using as well, or do you use the No, 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 no,
0: no, 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 If there's any undressing at all, faculty and students are completely 100% separated.
1: Undressing? Like, even, like, like, like the minimal undressing for number two? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Inside a closed stall? Interesting.
0: Would you okay? Okay. How would you feel as a student if one of your male teachers walked into the room while you were doing your business?
1: Well, I mean, it it happened all the time in high school and junior high. Did they not Uh, have faculty bathrooms? Man, our school. I think they they did, but they were like further away. I don't even know where. Did they even have faculty bathrooms? Where was our faculty lounge at our school? I don't
0: don't even know. Like, I didn't want to be around the faculty more than I had to be.
1: I just remember there was one teacher uh, I won't say his name but he, uh, ooh, he ooh, could the you the give the me urinal,
0: a hit? Give me a hit, Give me a hit, Give me a hint. hint this
1: is the urinal. He had both hands on his hips and it always kind of it always creeped me out a little bit.
0: He had both hands on his hips as he was using the, At urinal? the urinal.
1: Yeah. I mean typically you want to provide some direction, right? You want to ensure a uh, um, you want to ensure that that it, everything goes where you're intending it to go. But
0: I don't. I don't things, exactly. Uh, I don't understand. Could you explain a little bit more what you mean by that? Ah,
1: yes. So if you if you do not um, hmm, apply so a minimal amount of influence um, to the uh, hmm, to, uh sometimes your p can go sideways is what I'm saying, and so <laughs> you have to try and prevent that. Usually requires a hand uh, or or some other limb, I guess. But uh, what other
0: limb? I mean,
1: if you were carrying a small child and you had to use a foot or something, I'm just you never know, David. I don't know what our ancestors got up to when they were using their urinals. But
0: uh, (laughs) yield, yield urinal at Plymouth Rock.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the uh the the trough at the Merry Fairgrounds, uh, when when uh when Sir Lancelot was uh, battling uh some other knight of the round table. Maybe the Green Knight. Uh, the Green Knight. I, I don't know that story really well. Sir Gawain and the Green Knight.
0: It's an interesting one.
1: Okay. Anyways, all I'm saying is that when I would walk in and this teacher was standing at the urinal and he'd have both hands on his hips, it was a mixture of like creepy and awe, like Either he just doesn't care or like anatomically, he's just he was like designed to use a urinal. Like,
0: well, I think, I think what's <laughs> happening there is, is there's just, and I may get in trouble for saying this, but there may David, not,
1: shouldn't it, David, just think, nah, live <laughs> on the
0: edge. There may not have been enough going on for David. him to need his hands, David all i'm gonna say so going to interpret that the way you will it was art it's up for interpretation
1: Was, it? was it yeah. art? There's, a, there's a there's a fun twitter account and it's art or not art or <laughs> art, art decider or something like that what well, i can't remember the actual name but uh but
0: that's the basic premise you yeah, ask people is this art or not
1: yeah so like there will be a meme or a video or something that, that someone posts and and someone in the comments will like you know at art decider, at art or not art, whatever the, the, the username is. And they'll come in and just declare it art or not art.
0: I would love to have a little niche Twitter handle like that. Like there's one that I followed for a while that was Savage Kermit. Now, I don't know if uh, I had to stop following it because it got a little unclean. But okay. for a while, it was just like really funny comments as if it was coming from Kermit. So it was very clearly like a college student that mm-hmm. was using like Kermit as like, his or her avatar, to explain living the single college life. And it was pretty funny, like Kermit being sad, like looking out of a window as it's raining, and it would have something like when uh, when you hear about a party all your friends are at and they didn't invite you or something like that. It's just really funny. But it would be fun to have a Twitter handle like that. Wait. Like, like have you have you seen a God's tweets on Twitter?
1: Uh, I've seen them, yeah. Every once in a while, I'll come across one.
0: Yeah, the, the Twitter handle is literally at God.
1: <laughs> um yeah one i used to follow was depressed darth
0: oh yeah <laughs>
1: um but then it just started becoming like ads like it would just be like most of its tweets were just ads you know that's so weird it got like enough followers to monetize its account and so... no but
0: like, i also saw lonely luke <laughs> with, like luke skywalker after he'd gone and been on the island for forever which is funny
1: so he um, whined more than normal Power converters,
0: yeah. I saw a, a a top Luke quotes from Star Wars, and I was going to Tashi Station to pick up power converters. Was like in the top five. And I was like, just because it's memorable doesn't mean it's a good quote. My gosh, so many other quotes I could have chosen from. So super you, relevant, super relevant gonna, to sports. Are stuff. you
1: gonna ask me uh, how the talent show went?
0: Oh my gosh, to be completely honest, Anthony, to be one hundred percent completely honest. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten about that. Now, I had I had yeah. planned. I had planned. As soon as it happened, I was like, okay, we got to talk about it on the show. But then shenanigans ensued. Mm-hmm. Work shenanigans, home shenanigans, uh, church shenanigans. It's just shenanigans left and right over here at the Henderson house. Just shenanigans all over the place. Like you your step normal, to the right? left, shenanigans. You step to the right, shenanigans. Just shenanigans everywhere. So mm-hmm. anyway – and there's been a long time that's passed between the, the, just the talent competition and now, right? It's been like
1: over a week. It's eight days, yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's forever. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, shall I set the scene? Okay. So, Anthony works at a large company. Yes. And they do a talent show. And it's such a big company that it's not just like, hey, anyone wants to participate? Come and participate. No, you had to like do a video submission. So, Anthony has one of these really cool hidden talents that you kind of like roll your eyes at at first. But then once you, yeah, but then once you see him doing it, you're like, whoa, that is way beyond anything I thought could have happened. And you have that going for you at talent competitions and stuff because people are like, he's going to do what? And then when you pull out your stuff and you actually do it, people are like, oh my gosh, I have never seen this before in my life.
1: Yeah, it really, uh, it really throws him for a loop.
0: So, what Anthony does is he yo-yos. So, that loop joke would have been great if I had told you that before. But I think we've talked on the podcast a little bit how that, how you yo yo, and it's beyond like any, like you're better at yo yoing than I am at anything else I do in my life, <clears throat> except for maybe put stuff off till later. Uh-huh. That I, I have that. I, I I mean, I think I'm an all pro, like first ballot Hall of Famer, put stuff off till later type of person.
1: An oscillating cyclone fan assembler.
0: Yeah, actually, I got frustrated Here. with the, uh, with that anyway the, the directions were not good uh, i even read the spanish are. ones and the english ones i know how hard is it to put some easy put to, to put together plans so i have a i have a friend actually who uh he played football at byu and he now works for a company who works with manufacturers and puts together 3d models and step-by-step like plans to assist people in putting together furniture and other products like these fans, right? So it'll have a little QR code down there, and like scan this, you scan it, it pulls up their website or their app or something, and it gives you a detailed step-by-step 3D model that you can manipulate and move around, showing you all the parts and stuff and where they go and how to do it and stuff. It's a pretty cool cool little thing, and I think that would come in handy for a lot of stuff. Because like you said, in 2019, everything is shipped to you and you have to put everything together yourself, right?
1: Yeah, or just like create a YouTube video like the company should you just create a YouTube video on it and the instructions say go to this website that'd watch be so us much put, easier watch us put it together
0: i wonder what kind of liability there is for them though like they have they might have to have the directions there for people or something i don't know but oh, it totally sure. makes I, sense
1: okay if i include the instructions but then also do the video i don't know yeah don't
0: know. that makes sense to me so do you want to talk about sports stuff or do you want to keep talking about your your uh, talent show
1: Oh well, I won, so that was good.
0: Okay, stop. So what were the other? I'm curious. <laughs> what were the other talents? Right? What were the other talents? They were mostly they
1: were they were music related, uh, mostly. So there was a, in order of performance, there was a band, a four person band, and they did a rendition of Helter Skelter. Oh, um, I know. okay. Well. Beatles. Uh, and then after that, there was a, a woman who did like this. Um, it was almost like she was transported from the nineteen forties. Like she dressed up like she was going to to perform for the troops, right? And uh, and sang as if she were from that era, like rare, 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 that kind of you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the,
0: like like the Andrews Sisters. Yep. Sure. Uh,
1: not but not really, sure, but not sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh,
0: Did she, she sing she... Uh, the she Boogie really Woogie good. Bugle Boy?
1: No, but it, in that vein, right? It was gotcha. something about a canary hat, uh, yellow hat, canary yellow hat.
0: and Oh, she... the, the canary yellow hat song. Yes, yeah. I am familiar with the yellow hat canary song. Or is it canary hat yellow song?
1: Uh, so she took third. She was really good. Um, and then what else? There was a dude who um, played the guitar uh, and he did one of those like loop Thing so he played oh, the yeah. guitar, did it on loop, and then played uh, so that sound just kept playing over and over again. And he did that with a, like a few different parts, and so he was playing like a five-part song. It was really cool. um He didn't win anything, but I thought he probably should have. um Then there was a girl, a, a woman who danced. Uh, it was like modern interpretive stuff, and oh, so it was th- garbage. No, I actually thought it was really good, but she did not What was she interpreting with her dance? Uh, It was like, there was like someone speaking throughout the, like, giving an inspirational message. Anyways, you have to have seen it. I thought it was pretty good. No, I thought it was really good. I thought she was going to be in the top three. And so I'll get to that in a second. No, Uh, I shouldn't
0: shouldn't say it's garbage. It's just not my cup of tea, right? Some people find that really artful and beautiful. It's not my thing.
1: There was a woman who sang an Adele song, um, and then there was a guy who played uh, the guitar and sang, and he had a song about freedom that I didn't quite hear because I was waiting in the wings, so it was hard to really get the full effect of it. Um, but he took second, and so when I when and then I went and I yo-yoed and like told a joke or two at the beginning, you know, to just loosen up the crowd, and uh, please, it was it was good. Give please. our
0: audience the jokes now no. are they yo-yo related
1: yeah and, and but it was more like reacting to kind of what things had been said they wouldn't really translate too well in this format see but just, when I, just so i, I know my, my, yes
0: just so i know so you I, I think we talked before and your idea was hey like name some some yo-yo tricks and they would say like yes. really boring lame yo-yo tricks then you do those right. and then you're like okay those are cute now this is what i do with the yo-yo then you blow their mind holes
1: yeah, essentially that's what happened, right? And when they were yelling out tricks, one lady said, Cat's Cradle. And I looked at her, like, Cat's Cradle? Like, what's that? I don't know, Matt. <laughs>
0: like, oh, and then after that, I could do the Silver Spoon. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: the little boy blew a yes. man in the moon. When you're uh, coming home, Dad, I don't know. Anyways,
1: it, it went really well, and we'll the crowd was swaying to then. it. Sorry. I was the last performer and
0: Might
1: uh be a good time then so after i performed they pulled us all to the side behind the like curtain right and the, as they announced the winners and so like all seven of us who performed were just like they're looking at each other like oh i hope you win i hope you win but everyone wants to win right of course because there's a, a good a good prize associated with winning the top three yeah, I was there was. The and um and so they you know they called out the third place winner and i'm texting lara right i'm like live text i'm live texting her the results so i said not third place and then they they announced the second place winner and i said not second place but at that point i was really nervous because the dancer was not third or second and i thought for sure she was top three just based on like the crowd reaction and i thought she did good and she was different you know from the rest just like i was i had a different act she had a different act um and so i'm thinking oh maybe Maybe the yo-yo just didn't resonate with them, and well, I don't know. I felt like it was a good performance though. And then, uh, and then they called my name, so I went out there. And Lauren knew I won because I didn't ever say anything. I didn't. Right. I didn't text her again for like twenty minutes, right? Um, but I, I, they called my name. I walked out, and they were uh, as I like went up. They had a big check, like like you know, as big as I am uh and uh, and then there were confetti cannons that went off <laughs> Whoa. it was legit there was it was like an a, a official or a, a, a professional production it was really cool um yeah. and then people came up and high-fived and hugged me that I so I have so many new friends at work now i mean there's just to give you an idea there's like a couple thousand people who work on my at my campus right and so yeah. and i know like 60 of them right and so but ever since I've been getting like stopped in the hallway or some or people will do like double takes when they see you're me. yo your man, you're yeah. a celebrity. Um, or they'll see me and they'll like get a big smile. And the other day, I was walking up the stairs, and there were three people like talking at the top of the stairs, and they stopped and looked at me and just start they did like a slow clap. it was it was weird. so i've got've I've attained a level of celebrity that I've always desired. Um, sure, and it's sure it's sure. yeah. So I'm sure it'll wear off or I think it already pretty much has. Uh, and they forgot point. about you. Yeah. So
0: here's has anyone ever called you Yo Yo Mon?
1: Because um, your name is
0: Montague. Right. So Yo Yo Montague, like yeah. Yo-Yo Ma, the famous cellist, Yo Yo Mon. Uh
1: no. No one okay. has called me that. Uh, Can I? there's there's one there's one attorney that calls me uh, Master Yo.
0: Uh, instead of Master Yoda. Yeah. Uh that's okay. I mean, that's all right. It's not it's not Yo Yo Mon, but it's alright.
1: Right. So anyways, I won, so I'm the most talented person in the United States and Canada. Um uh, is what that means. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I got sure. I got a I got a lot of emails and texts from people in the company like, Wow, I had no idea like legal could be so entertaining it's like Uh, not not just like boring suits
0: but that but no that's the reputation that attorney's had and we've talked about this before right like an attorney with a sense of humor i don't know it's like uh i don't know it's like uh it's like a it's like a quarterback in the nfl with a sense of humor and a personality right they're so trained to be robots and like not say anything interesting to the media that when you get a quarterback who just says a few things interesting through a season you're like oh my gosh he's so funny has such a personality and then like That's kind of the same perception that people uh, have for attorneys too and lawyers. It's like they're boring. They're kind of robotic and analytical. And so when you come out like slinging the yo-yo around, throwing it above your head and doing crazy stuff, doing the nunchuck, which is a movie you showed me the other day and it's become my favorite yo-yo trick. It's weird that I have a favorite yo-yo trick, but I do. It's called the nunchuck and I love it. It reminds me of Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles, which is awesome. Uh, Anyway, but yeah, yeah. So there's like this pretty low standard that you have to – but you've (laughs) exceeded well beyond that. Thanks, David. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, so that's it. So I'm. Uh, we've got a big, like, uh, speaking of, you know, attorney uh, stereotypes, we've got a big um, global summit is what they call it for all the attorneys that work in my company, because there's attorneys around the world. and so we're all getting together in Sweden next week. Um so, like, next week would be a
0: great time to sue the company because all the lawyers would be, like, busy doing other stuff, right?
1: Sure. Cool. It's like it's, that's not my legal opinion. My legal I opinion hope. is it's never a good time to sue the company. Um, Interesting. But in you seem years, biased. In years past, they've asked, like, the various um regions to come up with like skits and stuff because it's like a it's like a retreat right there's like presentations and we learn new things about the law and new developments that are that affect our business but then there's also like some frivolity right because you have to do that and um and so in years past they've had people do like do skits and stuff and other things so it everyone's interested to know what they're going to ask us most people don't like it right to your point most of the attorneys are like just dread that right uh they just kind of want like to get down to either to get down to business or to just be done with it and like go to happy out, right like that's um so we'll see so that should be a good trip i will uh because of that i'm like leaving I'm leaving on Sunday, which means I miss most of the football games on Sunday. And then I fly back the next Sunday, which means I miss all those football games. I'll be on a oh, plane.
0: Oh, that's too bad. So,
1: like the first two weeks of the NFL, I'm going to miss essentially all the games except for the one that's on TV right now, which is the Packers and Bears, the opening night game. How's that going?
0: Because I, I, I left at halftime.
1: Yeah. Because it's, it's it's still seven to three. No, I mean, it's just it's just not um, an offensive game so far.
0: But it's yeah. really well, still,
1: like preseason extended. Right? That's the right. first, first three, four weeks of the NFL season or the actual preseason because Aaron Rodgers, for example, didn't even he didn't have, he didn't field one snap in the preseason. He didn't play at no. all because, because like why why play? Right. Right. Why, exactly. Why
0: There's injury. no point. And he's playing against one of the best defenses in the league. Like last year, they were statistically the best defense and a historically good defense last year. The Bears were. And so they're stifling the Packers stuff a little bit. But there was a there was one drive during this game where Aaron Rodgers, it was four plays, uh, like 75 yards in a minute and 30 seconds. So Rodgers just cut him up. And it looked like he was moving the ball really well again, but the Bears' defense is really, really good. So it's interesting to see. It's good to see Aaron Rodgers feels like they have more freedom. They're doing more uh, interesting, more complicated, and more innovative things on offense. And I think it's going to be so good for Aaron well, Rodgers to, to get out McCarthy of that. McCarthy
1: is over, and the uh, they're now flourishing under their new. They're la- flourishing under their new head coach. They
0: definitely are la- flourishing, and McCarthyism didn't pan out for them.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but I mean, if you remember last year, right? The Patriots after the first four weeks, everyone was starting to write them off because they were two and two and a, like a bad loss to Detroit. And uh, but I I mean September just doesn't really matter. I mean, unless you go zero and four, right? If you go zero and four in a competitive division, maybe you start to worry. But, yeah, but
0: the Patriots are never ever in a competitive division. <laughs>
1: that's true, right? They I mean, they their...
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, they did? The AFC East is. It's like throwing a gold coin in the middle of some poo poo, right? There's the, the New England Patriots are the gold coin, obviously. Then you have the Jets, the Dolphins, and what's the other one that I'm, that I'm missing? The the Bills. The Bills. Ugh. So there's always huge problems somewhere with one of those. Yeah, not. Uh, and I think Ryan Fitzpatrick great
1: franchises, right? Like each no. of those franchises have like a, a a year or or two or three year period of of excellence, and then nothing.
0: Well, the Jets went to back to best back AFC championship games, and then for the rest of the time, they've been poo poo.
1: Yeah, I think they won what one Super Bowl with Namath. So you have to go yeah. back to Namath,
0: Bra- had, Broadway uh, Joe.
1: The uh, the Dolphins, you know, for a time under Marino, and then they had their perfect season right in the 70s. And then the Bills, they went to what three straight Super Bowls in the 90s and lost each, each of them, but they were a perennial favorite. Um. And then you have the Patriots who are the greatest team ever, at least in the modern game. Yep. It's crazy.
0: I uh so during I was just thinking about this. During the uh the Packers Bears game, the Bears are driving down, they get close, and so they have to kick a field goal. Right. And so if you remember, Cody Parkey from last year had the double doinkers, what we're calling yeah. it now game, where he doinked two field goals in a row and it cost him the game. Well and he, one uh, hit
1: off two didn't it hit off like the upright and the crossbar?
0: Yes, and that was – he did that, and he also doinked it another time. So he hit three posts and two kicks, which is super impressive, right? Like Extra D2, point. the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, like, D, like D2, the Mighty Ducks, and they, they play three-bar, the Gordon Bombay yeah. and the Iceland coach, right? And it's, it's all intense. All the players are watching like, oh. And uh, at one point, Gordon Bombay hits the puck off of both both crossbars, which is like if he did that on purpose, that's super impressive. Mm-hmm. But he probably didn't. Anyway. So the the Bears kicker comes out and there's all sorts of commotion, right? It's a it's a rookie kid. He looks like a little baby running he's, out there. He's dude. the uh,
1: kicker at Alabama, right?
0: No, he he got a deal. Uh, they wanted him to play at Alabama, oh. but he ended up going to Florida so his oh, parents Florida, could drive and see his games, right? Yeah. So he uh, he goes out there and the whole crowd is like a buzz. There's like more excitement about this than there was about Mitchell Trubisky taking the field for the first oh. time. And he kicks it and he drills it right down the middle. The whole what a crowd high was like kick, right? for real. The whole crowd was like, yeah, they were like freaking out. It was like the super fan show on uh, SNL with uh, the guys going, Dicka, the right. <laughs> Bears, right? And they were all yelling and freaking out. It was like, one of the most exhilarating field goals I've ever seen in football in the first quarter of a, of a non-playoff game.
1: But because it's the Bears and they can't have anything nice for too long, on the kickoff, the same kicker kicked it out of bounds.
0: Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, football is great. I missed you, football. Look how much talk we can get out of one half of NFL football, and all the garbage we've had to wade through during the baseball season without football has been rough. It's been rough. Like, and I love baseball. Just what we're talking about. Like, we just don't care about baseball anymore.
1: Well, it's just it's just hard to talk about baseball for six months.
0: Yes, it is. But right now, the last time I checked, there were four players that had forty-three or forty-five home runs. Yo, Yelich know, has fallen behind and has forty-three bellinger has 45 mike trout has 45 i still think my son has a swing like mike trout and then uh pete Alonso, who they're calling the polar bear which is fantastic has 45 home runs as well
1: and he's a rookie right
0: yeah but he looks like a i think he's one of those 30 year old rookies he's not like a bryce harper rookie that came into the league when he was like 19 or 20 i think he's like 26 27 or something like that uh max muncie was like that too wasn't he max muncie he's been in the league a couple of years but he's like almost 30 right
1: Right, yeah, he's like in his late twenties. Um, and I mean, he wasn't a rookie last year because he had played for what? He played with the A's and the Mar- Mariners maybe as well. But yeah, he was he was in a few different systems and it just never never put it all together until he's with the Dodgers. Oh, that swing! Dodgers have a uh, three thirty home run players right now, thirty or more. They've got a uh, Bellinger. They've got um, Muncie and then Peterson. Peterson was on a – he was on a tear for two games. He, at one point, over his, uh, like, previous seven plate appearances, had five home runs, a double, and a walk.
0: That's insane.
1: Like, seven, seven plate appearances in a row, he was on base, and five of them were home runs, and one was a double.
0: That's crazy. That's like, you, you know when you're playing NBA Jam and like Reggie yeah. Miller gets on fire, it's you can awesome. shoot from anywhere and he's gonna make it. Right? That's right. what Jock Peterson was, but in baseball, that is insane.
1: It was like he tapped into home run derby, Jock. It was crazy, yes. and um, and it, what's funny is like the Dodgers will bat him lead off when he plays, almost almost always bats lead off, and so many of his home runs are first inning home runs, mm. so they're like really meaningful home runs, right? Um. It's interesting, yeah, and I don't know, I think they do it because, well, one, there's the chance he hits a home run, right? But two, it's because they don't have really a weak spot in the lineup other than the pitcher spot. Often when the top of the lineup comes around, there's someone on base, you know?
0: Right, so so it's not like a weak position. You don't you right. want someone who can still hit doubles or, or home runs there.
1: Yeah, you could bet You could bat him fifth or sixth. Or you can bat him first, and it's almost the same thing, right? You're That's gonna have, crazy. Yeah.
0: The Dodgers managers, uh, that coaching staff, they must just love that they can move things around and do so many things with that team because they really are stacked at just about every position, it seems like, except for maybe reliever. More on that later?
1: Oh, no, let's not.
0: <laughs> so something that impressed me. Okay, so they, they have the, their new pitcher that looks like Freddie Prince Jr. in glasses. What's that guy's name?
1: Wait, what?
0: He, he played. He played for the Red Sox last year, Kelly. Oh,
1: Joe was, Kelly, yeah.
0: Joe Kelly, come on. You can't tell me he doesn't look like Freddie Prinze Jr. in glasses. Sure.
1: Okay. I thought you were talking about one of the rookies they called up. No. Okay. Yeah.
0: But the, Joe Kelly played for the Red Sox last year, and he was a flamethrowing master. He threw a. He threw a complete. Uh, he threw a complete game in extra innings. Right. He threw innings ten through eighteen in an extra innings game.
1: He's he's, it's it's feast or famine with him. And like for most of the regular season last year, he was kind of horrible and barely made the postseason roster. And then in the postseason was lights out completely. And and this year for the Dodgers, like his April, May and part of June were just horrible. I didn't even
0: know he was on the team.
1: Yeah, he was. He's been on the team all season and he was he was horrible. I mean, he had like a double digit ERA for a lot of the season. But since late June, he's been great. And so hopefully that continues. I don't know what the shelf life of a Joe Kelly good season is, but hopefully it continues for another two months.
0: May he peak at the right time.
1: Right. Well, he's peaking now, so hopefully it's an extended peak.
0: I don't think that's how peaks work, but okay.
1: (laughs) Maybe he's still ascending.
0: We can help. Well, you can help.
1: I can help, yeah. Uh, They could clinch the division as early as Sunday. That seems early. They 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 have the best record in baseball, don't they? Or clinch the playoffs, maybe not the division. Um, they no, they're a half game behind the Yankees. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the Yankees. The Yankees. That's such great. an
0: interesting team, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because they, they're they, doing you, it with a lot of their kind of stars. Well, that yes, but but like their stars have been injured for a lot of the year. Like Stanton's been really not a factor, and Judge yeah. even for a while I think was injured. But yeah, they've got a bunch of like. They're younger guys that are contributing. Um, they're dangerous, and they'll they'll be dangerous for a while. Their their big weakness is their starting pitching. Their relief pitching is awesome. So if you can get to the bullpen with a lead, you know, because that offense isn't going to stop. Um, they've got a they've got a really scary team for the postseason if they can just get somewhat decent games out of starting pitching.
0: Yeah, and that's such that's why baseball is such a hit or miss thing. Like Tim Kershon when people ask him stuff like, can you believe this happened? This crazy thing happened. He just said, that's baseball. Crazy yeah. stuff happens in baseball all the time where a team doesn't win for 108 years, which is just insane. Mm-hmm. Right. And then all of a sudden they win one and then they win two, then they win three. You know what I mean? So yeah. baseball is a crazy sport that way. And I'm glad they play seven game series because that's the only way to really see who the better team is in baseball, but still bit crazy bounces and you just never know,
1: you know? Right. Um, yeah, and it's been a crazy season. I mean, we've we've been on a home run tear. You know, you you wanted to talk about this, but like just for example, the Dodgers broke the National League record for most home runs in a season, and it's uh, they did it yesterday or the day before, and it's September. It was either September third or fourth. With the, almost a full month left of baseball, that's
0: crazy. It, people are saying the baseballs. There's also a, d- a change in the approach that batters are taking at the plate now. They've realized that a ground out to second base and a fly out to center field. Are the same result, but the reward for hitting a ball deep is much greater than hitting the ball on the ground short, right? So, batters have, have changed up their uh, approach at the plate, especially when runners are on base. If there are no outs and a guy on first, the worst possible thing you can do is hit into do a double play. So, right. guys are trying to launch the ball up in the air. And so, what's that do? That turns into a lot of flyouts and a lot of uh, strikeouts, but it also turns into a lot of home runs. And that also allows the rally to continue, right?
1: Something well, then, that A Rod you know,
0: says over and over again that I hate, and yeah. I, this is probably where you're going, and I hate it. Yeah. He says, "Home runs are rally killers." Yeah, no, it's so stupid. Ugh. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. You know, what's a rally killer, a double play. You know, it's a, a rally play. killer, uh, a, a strikeout. Those things yeah. are rally killers, A Rod. That's right.
1: Yeah, no, the worst, the worst thing is, is you know, one out, a one out double play. Oh. Yes, oh. yes, it, yeah, it's worse. Yes. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean. Yeah, there's, there's a, I guess, you know, you could take the Tony Gwynn approach and hit for average, but how many people can actually do that? Like, how many people in the history of baseball can hit 350? Ichiro. (laughs) Like three, right? Ted Williams, Ichiro, and Tony Gwynn. Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs, sure. Um what do you mean but sure it, very, no, yes yeah i'm yes i'm sure there are others that, sorry, i'm sure there are others i'm not asking i'm not asking for the entire list but I'm, all i'm trying to say is it's a very limited number of people that can effectively like hit for average right and it's it, it's like the that advanced like like money ball was all about like getting on base right like on base percentage what david sure yeah <laughs> um but it's, the analytics have evolved even more to where, or maybe not evolved. Evolved is probably not the right word, but it's more. There's more emphasis now on just, yeah, getting on base is fine, but scoring the run is actually better, right? And so if you can just do it with one swing as opposed to moving a batter around the bases, you know, that's that's where the emphasis is. So. Sure. But. So so here's just the baseball. Maybe it's just the baseball.
0: <laughs> maybe, but also. Defenses have gotten crazy good in in major leagues, right? It seems like every day there are four or five plays at third base that I would have been like the play of the year five, six, seven, ten years ago. You know what I mean? Like Arenado and uh, Machado's making those types of plays. Tatis Junior's making those types of plays at short. Uh, Arenado, did I say Arenado twice? Machado. There's just guys making crazy plays all over the field that you've never heard of. And, and the defenses have gotten so good.
1: Yeah, and there's shifts, right? So it's it's hard as a hitter to try and find the holes because the defense is nowhere to be. And if you have if you have any kind of tendency, they're going to exploit it.
0: Right. And so the biggest hole in the ballpark is the one that's four hundred fifty feet away. <laughs> Just hit it to that hole. Right. And the most successful teams down in, in the in the majors are the teams that are hitting the most home runs. The Dodgers, prime example.
1: Yeah, Dodgers, Yankees. I'm sure the Astros hit a lot of home runs it is it is good to see the old run differential stat right that I think the Dodgers are number one Astros are two, and I think Yankees are three and that that's a real it the only team that like baffles the mind is Milwaukee. I haven't looked it up recently, but they're like always like around zero. It's almost like neutral, but they tend to win,
0: so when they lose, they lose big and when they win, they squeak it out,
1: yeah, I think it's probably because they're they have good relief pitching
0: mm. oh yeah hate, is is hater on the team,
1: yeah. The hater gonna hate. That was bad. I'm not
0: gonna apologize though. I'm just gonna call it what it is and move on.
1: Anything else on baseball? Nah. So, yeah, minors using the major league baseball. Oh yeah, have skyrocketed. Yeah, and I don't know.
0: I mean, that's pretty clear evidence that there's something with the ball, right? Because uh, if you're a great major league, if you're a great minor league player, you eventually make it to the majors, right? And so a 58% increase is a lot to see. You know, that the, there's, no, there's no explanation that comes from the player side or plate approach side that makes sense when you see a 58% increase, right? right? So that's just further evidence that there's something going on with the baseball, right? We're in like a new live ball era. Yeah. Yeah. That is an extremely thick wristband for your watch. Oh, yeah. So thick.
1: Gives Why? Why? I don't know. I mean, it's just one of several wristbands that I have, and it's the one I'm wearing today. Cool. Cool, cool, so, cool, 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 so. cool.
0: It's just, I've never seen you wear anything like that. It's like its like a, a bangle. You know what I'm talking about? A bangle? Yeah, yeah. You ever heard of a bangle? It's like a big, giant wrist.
1: A bagel? Like I'm wearing like,
0: a bagel? No, no, no. A bangle. Like it's B-N-G-L-E, like a bangle, like a, a big, giant thing that you put on your wrist. Like, look it up. It's like a, it's a it's piece like of my jewelry. bling. Yeah, it's like a it's like a thick bracelet. It's like a really wide, thick bracelet.
1: Bojangles.
0: Sure. <clears throat> so Antonio Brown is. I told crazy. you he's crazy. Yeah, he's there's so just crazy. something. It's it's he's like a uh, he's like the artist. He's like the director that can't do interviews because he's so goofy and weird and no one wants him on his t like their tv shows but he puts like these amazing movies on the screen so people tolerate him right but anytime you talk to me like this guy's a weirdo he's it's antonio he, brown
1: yeah go ahead oh no no go ahead you keep
0: on. so first it was the uh coming in a hot air balloon to practice fine whatever we'll deal with it you're antonio brown then he gets frostbite on his feet freak accident gruden backed him up and said dude it's not his fault man so, and then <laughs> the helmet thing where he's like, I go, I've been one in one of my those helmet. cryogenic chambers. <laughs> <laughs> you better wear a sock in there. Wow. <laughs> and then he, uh, so he does that whole frostbite thing on the feet and Gruden up, not his fault. Then he has the helmet issue where like he wants a certain helmet. He can't have that helmet. Now he has a new helmet. Now he's on the field kind of sort of, and now the Raiders are uh, finding him like 40, was it $55,000 total?
1: Yeah. More or less. 50
0: some thousand. Which is like, you know, my salary, but no big deal. Like that's, that's his, uh, that's one of his punishments, but it's uh, my salary.
1: And it's a common, it's a common thing. Like teams will do this. If you miss a walkthrough, you miss training camp, like they will find you. It's just, right, right. Yeah. And I think it's good. Like they're not treating him differently. Right.
0: Right. And, but then he, uh, he responds back and saying like, oh, that's how you want to treat me and all this stuff. Like,
1: yeah, it's the weirdest yeah, thing. The team's hating on him. Yeah.
0: Yes, and then it's like you do realize this is your employer, right? They sign the checks. So anyway, and then he has an argument with the GM, and they're Said thinking he was about suspending him. Yeah, yeah. And then they're thinking about suspending him for the first game of the season. It's like Antonio, what are you doing? Like, so what? The Raiders actually have an option where they could suspend him and then cut him, and not pay him anything.
1: That's right. He's putting together a step-by-step tutorial of how to lose thirty million guaranteed. Right. In football, it's really hard to get guaranteed money. And that's what everyone wants. Right. Because there's no assurance you're you're going to be healthy for your contract. He got $30 million guaranteed. And he's in a situation now where the Raiders can totally wipe it off the books and say goodbye. You're too much of a head case for us. Because realistically, realistically, like the Raiders are in a division with the Chiefs. And the Chargers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and they're not, I mean, you know, football's crazy, but probably not going to make the playoffs this year, right? So why, you know, if you have a chance to wipe, it, wipe a headache off and save $30 million, I don't know, seems like maybe a smart thing to do.
0: And this is the same team that got rid of Khalil Mack. Right. And so Khalil Mack is creating all sorts of problems for my boy Aaron Rodgers as we speak. And you'd think they'd want that guy on the team now instead of this head case, Antonio Brown. I mean, but here's the crazy thing in all of this. How good must Antonio Brown be for teams to be willing to put up with this? Like, yeah. this was his reputation before. He was the guy that shot the video of, uh, uh, in the locker room, while his coach, and I'm blanking on his name right now, I see him with his big buggy eyes and his military, like, <laughs> cliches and stuff. Why can't coach I think of it's a head
1: coach? Yeah. Mike Tomlin?
0: Mike Tomlin. Uh, so Mike, he, Mike Tomlin was like talking to them about being responsible with social media and stuff in the locker room and how they had to avoid distractions. Antonio Brown uh, was it Twitter live or he did like recorded that for Instagram or something, but he was like live tweeting or something, uh, live streaming that entire speech. So the shenanigans were clearly obvious and clearly there, but he's so good at what he does that people are willing to put up with this, these things. You saw when, when, so John Gruden's an old-school guy that that doesn't like dreams. He's into nightmares now, right? <laughs> that speech on Hard Knocks, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: he's that old-school football kind of guy. And he's the boss of his team. The $10 million yeah. says so. When he comes in on a hot air balloon, he's like, I like that, man. Ah, that's my guy, man. There he is. And then the whole Frostbite thing, he defends him, right? So how good must Antonio Brown be to make John Gruden just like put his hands up in there and be like, well, Antonio going to Antonio. I hope he plays for us week one. You know right. what I mean? Like he's yeah. an amazing, amazing talent. And he apparently just doesn't care about football anymore.
1: It's so weird, and I mean, you wonder—you just wonder what's going on, like, like mentally, like, is he there? Like, what's—I I don't know. Like, CT is real. I don't know if he has it, but like, it's real, and it like makes you make very poor decisions. I mean, I don't know. I—it's—it's
0: it's, of course it's impossible it's hard to, to play. watch.
1: It's hard yeah. to watch a public meltdown, you know? Yes,
0: yes. And it's, it's especially hard to watch someone who is so gifted and so talented go down this mental illness-looking type path, right? Yeah. And I know we can't uh, – no one likes to play pop culture psychiatrist. No one wants to diagnose anybody that they have no contact with or any uh, knowledge of the field in, right? But there's very clearly something going on with Antonio Brown that is not healthy emotionally or mentally. Yeah.
1: Well, even like going back to his time with this, or when he just left the Steelers, right? When he was like trying to call out uh, Juju Smith Schuster on like, Great like man. pulling up old, pulling up old uh, Instagram messages or whatever, saying like you're the like you're the greatest. I can't wait till I want to like learn from you and stuff, right? And he was like trying to use that to somehow diss Juju. Like it just like what he's doing. It, it like a reasonable person wouldn't be doing what he's doing
0: it's almost like he has no idea how to be social
1: yeah and right? he
0: doesn't understand social interactions
1: and this is where an agent really needs to step in and his agent is drew
0: Rosenhaus, dude I, I
1: know i know he's 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 a yeah one of the more famous powerful agents in football but and what i'm
0: saying is he's he's not looking out for his players he, he doesn't i don't know he just well, doesn't seem like the kind of agent i would want my son to have let's just say that okay okay not the but, agent i would bring my bring home to my mom
1: okay but but this is this is where an agent should step in if if, if family isn't going to step in if friends aren't going to like the agent this is their job is to control the player so that they can be, get paid right and now you can't you can't do the impossible right if if, if the player doesn't listen to the agent that's one thing but i you know, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard from him. Is he out there defending him? Is he giving some explanation as to what's going on? I don't Drew know. Drew
0: Rosenhaus, before the first game of the 100th NFL football season, Packers versus Bears, was interviewed on the sideline about the Antonio Brown situation. What did he say? I don't remember. I blah, 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 blah. Hope you can play. I can't speak to that for now. Blah, blah, blah. Just a bunch of like agent speaks, like hedging like crazy. I mean, you would have been proud of his hedging. He was really good, but it was just nonsense and zero commitment to anything but all this like well hope he's out there playing week one and they're like well he asked him uh asked does he want to play week one or whatever and he keeps referring to him as we which i think is always really weird when like the agent is like he's like well we hope we can be out there week one it's not uh if it were up to us we would be out there week one but it's in Mm -hmm. the Steelers' hands now it's like first of all drew (laughs) you will not be on the field so take the we out of the situation. Right. Right. But anyway, I always found that weird. Like when when people say like, oh, we won by three points last night, talking about the football team that they follow or whatever. It's like, OK, maybe if you go to the school, like if I was talking about my high school that I go to and we won our homecoming game by like five points or whatever, I, I see saying that. But if you're just like some fan of the Packers and you're number 40,520 on the wait list for season tickets. You can't keep saying we won last night. Just stop doing that. You weren't there. You didn't help. Your cheering didn't affect anything.
1: Um So David, this football season, what are you which team or player are you uh, most excited to watch?
0: I'm I'm most excited to see Aaron Rodgers in a new system. Okay? Mm-hmm. I feel like after a couple of weeks with Fleu, I feel like they'll get into a rhythm, they'll start getting comfortable, and I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a, a he's going to be freed up he had a couple of plays today that looked like the Aaron Rodgers of Volt, so he's healthy. He is in a new system that plays to his strengths and doesn't constipate what he can do, and I'm really excited to see that. I'm, I'm also excited, excited that to see
1: constipate. If,
0: thank you. Uh, I'm also excited to see Patrick Mahomes, to see if the Swamp Monster can do it again.
1: That's mine. I, I'm totally in on the Chiefs this year, I hope. I mean... I think the Browns are going to win it all, but I really hope. (laughs) (laughs) What a crazy
0: thing to say. I mean, mean, but the thing is though, I don't necessarily disagree with you, right? But it's just crazy to say that the the Browns have a legitimate chance to make quote some noise in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Well, I I mean, you know, I've been on the Browns since like week five of last year, but (laughs) I, I, I think, I think they've gone to the overvalued right side of the equation. Like I think a lot of people are, overhyping them now and so yeah I think it's a, it's it's a good year for them if they're eight and eight right but I think people are starting to um I, I mean you look at the division right like who else is going to step up the Bengals well, the Colts well the Colts no Colts lost Andrew Luck. no but but in in the in the Browns division it's it's the oh, right, Bengals, right. Bengals Steelers Ravens right so like I think mean, that could that could be a division where everyone is eight and eight Except for the Bengals, <laughs> I don't know if they can make it there.
0: I have no, I have no faith in, in in the Bengals.
1: No, but but you you bring up the division that the AFC South, like that that yeah. division. Ah, you have the Andrew Andrew Luck less Colts. You have the uh, the Houston Texans, and is AJ is uh is Watt done? Like what's going on there? I think isn't he like injured? Is he out for the season?
0: There's there's been a lot of stuff with uh, the Texans seem to be tanking almost. They got rid of H- Debbie and H- Clowney. Yeah. Okay. They, they got rid of Javie De and Clowney. He's a Seahawk now, and they traded a bunch of draft picks to the Dolphins for the receiver Kenny Stills and the left tackle Laramie Tunsil, who is most probably most known for having the the gas mask bong on draft night. <laughs> uh, who
1: well, fortunate. unfortunate? Well, yeah, who else is in that division? Jacksonville Jaguars? Yuck. Hmm.
0: Well, it's the first year without Bortles, so the Blake Bortles experience is over. Where is he anyway? Is he backing up like a, a CFL team now or what?
1: Well, he's coaching junior high football, I think. Yeah, good for him. I have no idea. Deion Sanders There's...
0: is coaching high school football in Dallas.
1: Blake Bortles, where is he now? Let's see. Nice. Blake so that, that, that surprised me today. Oh, he's a, uh, a backup in the Rams.
0: Oh, wow. That kind of feels right. I think he's more of a backup anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, well, obviously. Based off of evidence. I'm excited for the football season. I'm excited because it gives us something new to talk about, but also it's just a fun it's a, it's a fun game to watch. I think I'm I think I got a hot take with that opinion. I don't know I don't yeah. know if the numbers will bear that out that it's a fun game to watch, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on that ledge. They do so.
0: Uh, one of our uh, one of our most faithful listeners, Nathaniel, he yeah. has emailed us a prediction of every NFL game this week. So we're gonna track him, and we'll let you know <laughs> next week how he does. I'm interested right. to see. He said he had a pretty good run during the preseason, but I was like, you know, Nathaniel, that's the preseason. Like now it matters. Let's see how you do. So I'm interested to see uh, how he does when the games start mattering.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping I uh, at least catch some highlights while I'm. On my travels, so in
0: Sweden, I'll
1: be in Sweden and then I'll be in uh, London for a couple days. So let me know if there's uh, anything you want me to bring back. Not really? the Queen's jewels. I'm not. All right. I wasn't going to ask about and, that. I will try and solve a, a crime or two while I'm over there.
0: No, don't don't take all the shine away from from uh, law enforcement over there. I feel bad about the Swedish jewel heist and how we cracked that case, mm-hmm. right? So. I don't know. Just, just don't overdo it. Don't overstay your welcome.
1: Should I, should don't. I show up to uh, MI six to uh, just be like, hey guys, you may have heard of me. <laughs> <laughs> just wondering if there's any, uh, yeah, dead ends you've come across lately. You want some help on or? And
0: of course, your code name would be Master Yo. Oh,
1: yep.
0: Could you imagine Q coming up to you and being like, 0011 or whatever you'd be, right? This may look like an ordinary yo-yo. But if you throw it at your opponent, it will explode mere inches from his face, causing a distraction.
1: I don't know if I'd want to carry that around. I think I would be so absent-minded, I'd just start playing with it. And <laughs> it would blow up in your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a way to go. All right, death, well... Death by Yo-Yo. Bears are still down 7-3. Oh my I god. I'm pull is, this out. This is what the, a stinker it, of a game. What, is, what quarter is it? Uh third quarter third or fourth quarter now let's see what is it it is the uh, oh wow what a time for the internet to be slow start of the fourth uh, about 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter
0: nice my prediction game 10 3
1: packers 10 3 packers so just another field goal wow i, I hope not i hope it ends up you know like 21 24 i want Shoot six up. more i want i want five touchdowns over the next 11 minutes
0: yeah, the way the way the Browns defense uh, defense has been constipating the Packers offense and the way the Bears offense seems to be constipated on their own, they need to eat some more berries. They are like a bear eating berries. Too much yeah. honey. Yeah, okay. Well anyway. I don't know how to that, end this. That seems like a good place to just kind of quit while we're behind.
1: Yeah. Sure.